Hey friend, I'm Mike McCurry, and this is Bible Tract Echoes. Thank you so very much for joining me once again today. Yesterday on the broadcast, we began a message that I preached some time ago that, I'll be honest with you, as I said yesterday, I don't know if I could more clearly articulate, better communicate, if I could, in a more precise way, convey what I want to, the burden that I have still to this day, as I did it, over a year ago at the conference I had a chance to preach at, I'm going to ask you if you would to tune your ears. Turn your Bibles to the book of 1 Kings chapter number 2. We're going to take, I guess, a snippet, about one-fifth of the message that I preached a little while ago, and we're going to share that with you today. We gave you the introduction yesterday. If you missed it, it's all right. Don't worry. You don't need to go back and listen to it. It was just kind of a, an introduction to the topic and an introduction to myself, really. I was a young man, still am, preaching to uh, many that are some double my age, many that have as many years in ministry as I have alive. And I had the opportunity to open my heart to them just a bit as I get to do for you today from 1 Kings chapter 2. If you would, please come with a soft heart and open ears because I believe what we speak about today will have implications if you allow the Holy Spirit free reign for every single listener under the sound of my voice. Thank you so very much for listening. Hope you enjoy today's broadcast. We'll talk to you for just a few moments after you listen to this brief portion of that message. First Kings chapter 2, would you stand with me for just a moment out of respect for the reading of God's word. First Kings chapter 2, we find our text here in verse number 1. Now the days of David drew nigh that he should die. And he charged Solomon his son, saying, I go the way of all the earth. Be thou strong, therefore, and show thyself a man. And keep the charge of the Lord thy God, to walk in his ways, to keep his statutes, his commandments, and his judgments, and his testimonies. As it is written in the law of Moses, that thou mayest prosper in all that thou doest, and whithersoever thou turnest thyself, that the Lord may continue his word which he spake concerning me, saying, If thy children take heed to their way, to walk before me in truth with all their heart and with all their soul, there shall not fail thee, said he, a man on the throne of Israel. What if this coming Sunday morning, Pastor, were your last and you knew it? Sunday school teacher, what if this coming Sunday school hour were your last with those fifth and sixth graders? Let me say to the fifth and sixth graders, they may not even be in here, but thank you so much for the notes and things that were in our basket. It's a blessing. and The teacher is in the, the, the emphasis on... on saying a, a kind word, a wiser man than me said, a kind word unexpressed does nothing. And so I thank you for the kind words. But let's bring it down a little deeper. What if you could gather those that will carry on your name, this book, those that are dear to you, what if you could gather just those select few, not the hangers-on, not the outskirts, not the detractors or the scoffers. What if you could just gather those one or two or five or maybe less 
that will carry on you after you're gone. What would you say to them? Interestingly enough, there was a man that was essentially given that opportunity. In 2007, a professor of computer sciences, his name was Randy Pausch, he was asked to preach a series, uh, not preach, to teach a series, completely secular, to teach something called the last lecture. As if, as a professor, you had one more time to talk to your students, what would you distill down into that? Just weeks before he was given that invitation, he found out that he had pancreatic cancer, terminal, and would be dead within a year. Actually, he had known he had cancer. They'd already tried to do treatments. They were completely unsuccessful. He was going to die. He was going to put his affairs in order. Even when he's given this invitation to speak. It since turned into a viral video with tens of millions of views. A book sold well over five million. Was on the New York Times bestseller list for 112 weeks. Because it touched a chord with people. What would be the last thing? Well, here we find David's last lecture. What would be yours? And young people, how would you receive another man's last lecture? This is not the point of the message where I reveal that I have terminal illness, okay? <laughs> but this thought has consumed me. What would you say? Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for all we've heard to this point. And God, we thank you for what we will hear in the next few days. God, we're so very blessed. Lord, please speak in spite of me. We thank you for what you've done. But we pray in faith, thanking you for what you will do. In your precious son's name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. Similarly enough, in 1995, the founder of the Ministry of Bible Tracts Incorporated, his name was Paul Levine, he found out that he had terminal cancer. And the prognosis was such that he was already, I think, 79, 80 years old, had lived a very full life, had started in evangelism at the age of 17 years old, full-time evangelism at 17 years old, traveled over 60 years. He was known as the boy evangelist, became known as the dean of evangelists at the end of his life. 60 faithful years and written many gospel tracts. At that point in the ministry, there were probably 400 plus million gospel tracts out around the world free of charge. Just interestingly, a, a, an amateur historian found this factoid that one of the gospel tracts that he wrote was translated into Korean and during the Korean War, one of those was given to all 600,000 South Korean army members. This, was, this is the guy whose shoes they asked me to fill. Yeah, fat chance. But in 1995, he found out he had terminal illness. You want to know what he had to say? He wrote a gospel tract called Peace in Terminal Illness. And from the day it began rolling off the presses, it's been used in the lives of people going through very difficult circumstances. But Austin, I think maybe just a few weeks ago, 
we had someone send us a note with a signed copy of that gospel track saying, I got saved because of this gospel track 25 years later. By the way, gospel tracks didn't stop working when the color television came around. They work a lot better when you work them. Seed in the barn doesn't do anything, but that's what he wanted to say, apparently, and say it well he did. But let's learn from David's last lecture. We see in verse number one, now the days of David drew nigh that he should die. We see the close of David's life. Could I say this right off the top to the young men, specifically seated right over here? At the close of your heroes' lives, you'd be wise to get close to them. Sometimes you'll have to bend your ear to get close to feeble lips. To hear words that they can't say with as much vigor as they did behind pulpits like this. But you'd be wise to get close. What if Solomon had been too busy for the old man? What if he would have missed the charge? I've probably said it no, literally. People say, you know, I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times. I've probably literally said it at least a hundred times. But one of the great crying shames of my generation is a lack of gratitude. And can I tell you, at the close of David's life, Solomon, the wisest man to ever set soul of his foot on the earth, save Jesus Christ, still took the time to go visit with Daddy for a little while. Can I encourage you not to lose contact, to lose closeness with the previous generation? At the close of his life, he got close. Can I say by way of personal illustration, there's a reason I spent an hour on the phone with Pastor Joe Grimaldi yesterday. It wasn't just to talk about hunting and Steeler football. He's not here today, and so I can have some liberty to talk about him without him smacking me. But I love talking about messages with Pastor Grimaldi. There's a reason, Dad, that I enjoyed spending an hour and a half in your office a few weeks ago. Talking about many different things. Can I tell you, I want to stay close to them. Now, can I be blunt, Brother Angel? I'm not writing your obituary yet, okay? You understand the spirit with which I'm coming. But I don't know when the last conversation will be. I just like to stay close. And if you don't want to stay close, that says much about your spirit and attitude and your future usability by God. If you avoid these old men, and please understand the reverence with which I say old men, please. If you avoid them, it's not because they're out of touch. It's because you're out of touch, friend. Now, I realize, as I welcome you back inside my office, that many that are listening right now are my senior. 
There are many folks listening that have said so many kind words about this broadcast. Uh, some of you in your 60s. Subbies. I've even heard from people in their 80s and 90s how much of a blessing Bible Tract Echoes has been. And I want to say to you, I reverence the position God has put you in. I am. I have such respect for my seniors. I learned a long time ago that the the respect and the care, the compassion that you show to those older than you is directly proportional to God's blessing. And I'm thankful for the opportunity I have to not just honor my father and mother, but also in a way those that are father figures and mothers uh, to me uh, in ministry. Now, we're going to continue the remainder of this broadcast uh, tomorrow, Thursday and Friday, this message that we have. I'm going to ask you if you would to tune in. I believe that it could be and will be a help to each and every one listening right now. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a great day for His glory. We'll plan on talking to you soon. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois, 60420. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.